You're listening to The Sigrun Show, episode number 66. In this episode, I share with you the seven habits of happy entrepreneurs. Welcome to The Sigrun Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today I share with you the habits that I've taught my stepsons and I believe every entrepreneur should embrace too. You'll find links to the books mentioned in the show and show notes of this episode by going to sigrun.com forward slash 66. One of the best business books that I've ever read is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. The book was first published in 1988 and has sold over 25 million copies. So if you haven't read the book yet, I highly suggest you do. I read the book about 12 years ago for the first time and I had so many great insights. The biggest insight was about responsibility. Even though I've always been of the belief that we are ultimately responsible for how we feel, this book really brought forward that term of being in charge of your life and your business and not blaming other people or situation for how things are in your life. I am generally a happy person. I would even consider my being very optimistic, so optimistic that my mother is often worried about me. She is afraid that I am disappointed when things don't turn out in the way that I hoped for. But the thing is, when things don't turn out the way I hoped for or wished for, I also make the best out of it. I somehow am able to turn the situation around in my head and either learn from my failure or mistakes or even think about it that way. Well, this was the best way it could have happened anyway. For bad or life-changing situations, this process is, of course, longer but I will get there in the end. And although I'm a happy person, I'm no Pollyanna who remembers pleasant items more accurately than unpleasant one. I am just like you. I actually remember the bad things easier than the good things. And I think that's something that has to got to do with a lizard brain. We are somehow wired in a way to think about everything that went wrong instead of remembering what went right. And this has led me to think about why some people are happier than others. And for a long time, I believed that was partly genetic. But I also believe that this is something you can train. You can train yourself to be happy. You can train yourself to be optimistic. So I was really happy when I saw there was another book, Seven Habits for Happy Kids, 
written by the son of Stephen Covey. And I got it right away when I found the book because I wanted to read it for my stepsons. They were about three and four when I got to know them. And I quickly realized that I wanted to give them an upbringing of positive influence and personal development right from the get-go. And not something like what we experience as grown-ups nowadays where we discover personal development very late in our lives. And I think you can train happiness and optimism and responsibility for your own life. So in this book, Seven Habits of Happy Kids, I found again wonderful insights for myself again. And I have connected this a lot with my journey of entrepreneurship. And that's why I want to share the habits with you so that you get some insights there as well. So even if you've read the book already, I think it's a great reminder of the habits you should have when you're building a good life and business. So the first habit is being proactive. Basically, you are in charge. This is a habit about responsibility. So not blaming people or situations, but taking responsibility for your life and for your business. In the children's book, it's wonderfully explained with animals. So there's an animal in the book that is bored. And the question then is, when, if you are bored, whose responsibility is it? Is it yours or is it your parents? Or in your case of being an entrepreneur, can you blame someone for your situation? And of course you can't. It's interesting how various things can happen to us, good and bad in our life, and still people perceive them differently. You know, there are studies shown that someone who wins the lottery does not feel happier a year later than the person that didn't win. Or if someone has an accident and maybe even ends up in a wheelchair, which I hope never happens to any of us, but that person is not sadder or happier a year later. I find that absolutely fascinating, which proves again that the situation or the people around you should not be able to influence you and how you feel about it. Now, of course, since I believe that you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with, you can do things to improve your outlook by surrounding yourself with the right people and being in situations that help you foster this first habit of being in charge. The second habit is begin with the end in mind. I love referring to this habit when I think of launching and helping my clients with launching. Many people who launch for the first time launch from the hip. Launching from the hip just means that they launch without a plan. And that's where thing goes wrong most of the time. You start to challenge and you haven't really thought through the challenge or you haven't really made a plan how many people you want in the challenge or you haven't really figured out what you're selling at the end of your challenge or you plan to sell 20 spots 
but you got 20 people into your challenge and statistically speaking, well, 100% doesn't buy. Actually, more likely 1% to 3% will buy after your challenge. So if you think of a challenge or anything else in your business, have a plan. Have a plan before you start. In the children's book, the story is about two animals that are selling lemonade. And after the day, each of them has earned $10. Now, one of the animals goes out and wastes the money on junk or sweets. So at the end of the day, this animal has nothing to show for that effort of selling lemonade for a whole day. The other animal has a plan and at the end of the day even has something left and has saved something for the future. So that animal that had the plan can even invite the other one who had wasted all the money to the cinema. It's such a wonderful reminder of those who have a plan are much more likely to succeed than those who don't have a plan. The third habit is about putting first things first. Now that's very clear when you think about when you have a plan for the day. For instance, if you follow Brian Tracy's advice of Eat That Frog, another book that I recommend you read, is to focus on three things a day. Pick out the three things that bring your business forward. So there's always different things we need to do in our business. For instance, we need to focus on sales. We need to do marketing. We maybe need to do some admin. And there are things we can postpone for a while, but then they will creep back up on us. For instance, if you don't do your taxes. But if you have to put first things first, is of course to remember that you are in business to make money because otherwise your business is a hobby and not a business. So when you are planning your day, you maybe start with sales and then you do marketing and then you do admin to make sure that you do first things first. Or if you think about it in terms of kids, do your homework first and then you can go out and play. The fourth habit is think win-win. I find it so interesting when I see some people joining free Facebook groups and the first thing they do is to post a promotional post. Now that's not very win-win. This person is selfish, they think of themselves first, and they have no intention of giving anything, they just want to get. Win-win is always about giving and then asking. And actually, give, 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 and then ask. Everyone can win. And if you approach things in a way that it's win-win for everybody, well, you probably have a triple win because the world is a better place afterwards. The fifth habit is about seeking first to understand and then to be understood, which basically means listen before you talk. Now, there's a reason we have two ears and one mouth, because we should listen more than talk. Now, typically what we do when we're listening to somebody is we are just thinking about what we should respond with. But instead, what we should be practicing is really to listen 
with all our senses. Look at the body language. Listen to the tone of voice. Be mindful when you're listening. And then we can craft our response afterwards. In habit six, it's about synergize, which means together is better. It's all about the team. Now, a team, it's not necessarily a team that you hire for your business, which is also, of course, a team, but having people around you. As I just said before, I believe you are the average of the five people you surround yourself with. So make sure your team, whether it's the team around you in your friendship or in your business or inside your business, are people that really support you and you support them back. We can get a lot more done with a team and an entrepreneurship can be a very lonely journey, but we don't have to go it alone. We can be in a community. We can be in a mastermind group. We can build a team around us. A team helps us go further. The seventh habit is called sharpen the saw. What Stephen Covey really meant with sharpening the saw is about having balance. In the Passionathon course that I offer to my clients, I always start with the wheel of life. Wheel of life is an exercise. You can easily Google it. It's uh, freely available everywhere. It's about defining the categories you want to assess in your life. You could assess six or eight categories, more or less, but basically the categories that mean the most to you. So for instance, business, family, friends, romance, finance, health, fun. And then you look at all these categories in your life and you give them a grade. And then you connect the dots on this wheel. And if the wheel is not turning, then you got to look at the balance in your life. What often happens when you're building your business, especially in the first years, is that you focus so much on building your business that you forget your friends, you forget taking care of your health, and many other things start to go wrong. So it's important to take a step back and say, well, do I really have balance? Because if we focus only on one or two things on our wheel of life, for a while it can go okay, but at some point it will bite us in the ass and not help us move forward in life and business. In the children's book, there's a story about a girl who loves reading so much that she is reading long into the night. She's hiding under her blanket when her mother thinks she's gone to bed. And the next day she falls asleep in the classroom because she's been reading all night. Well, this is just like so many entrepreneurs I know and myself included. We have so much fun building our business that we forget eating, we forget health, we forget that we have friends and family and we cannot let us happen to us because what's it all about? Building a lifestyle business is about taking care of life as well and not just the business. So if you have children or know any children, I highly recommend you get this book, Seven Habits for Happy Kids. And for yourself, get the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. 
There's a huge community and there's training courses. And I even heard a few days ago that there are schools that follow these seven habits. But if you can take any only one thing away from this episode, remember that you are in charge. You are responsible for your life and business. Not the people around you, not your business coach, not the online course you're in, not the community. You are in charge and it's up to you to make the most out of it. Ready to turn your passion into profits? Get free access to the seven stages of a profitable online business by going to sigrun.com forward slash 66. There you'll find links to the books mentioned in the show and the show notes of this episode too. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share, subscribe and give the show a review on iTunes. See you in the next episode.